This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting betterhelp.com slash yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash yanks. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to another PPP player profile and projection on today's episode. We will be discussing James Alston Paxton. Not sure that's how you pronounce his middle name. He's from Canada, the Big Maple, in pinstripes for his second year. It's Talking Yanks, episode of day, every day, until the supposed opening day, the original opening day. Jake, how are you doing on this day? I'm all right. I'm all right. We're uh, uh, day day two in scary coronavirus land as we're recording this. Uh, we had the, the bomb drop two days ago, NBA, and then yesterday MLB and every other sport followed. Uh, so I'm doing all right. Uh, some some weird happenings in the streets of New York, and hey, we're getting built up to see some of this Yankees baseball. We'll see when it is, and <laughs> it was actually good, kind of good news for James Paxton, a guy who was supposed to miss the start of the season. Um, he had that lower back cyst that everyone was like, um, okay, why why is that still here? Um. But yeah, he he's gonna get a little more time, and man, it's a uh, you know it's a beautiful day for baseball, minus the rain and coronavirus outside. How are you doing? Doing well. Excited to talk about James Paxton. I yes. think he's an interesting topic. Yes, it got traded over last off season for Justice Sheffield. Yes. Needed a guy at the top of the rotation. He was a guy at the top of the rotation. He wasn't a guy at the top of the rotation. He was a guy at the top of the rotation. Uh, I think you gave him the shit sandwich award last year because he had really a good half. You know, the bread was great. Awesome bread. Awesome bread. And are you, do you have any opinions on bread? I'm a, I'm a a sourdough enthusiast. Yes. Bread snob. I don't think I'm snobby. I'll eat whatever you put in front of me. I just like certain over other things. The people know. Having opinions doesn't make you a snob. The people know. Uh, Like a good toasted Mm. sourdough. Mm-hmm. In the middle was just shit. Yeah. For a little bit there. Yeah. I mean, his season was. And no, not only was it was Jen, bad, it was. I've got something for you. Yeah. It was uh, the first bite was shit. Uh, the whole season or during while he was bad? A little of both. Even when he was good, that first bite kind of sucked. Yeah. And if you don't remember that, I have the stats here for you. I think if I can find them. Those first inning numbers? Yeah. The where's the buy inning? He had a nine ERA it. in the first inning last year. He he <laughs> had twenty nine starts. He gave up twenty nine earned runs in the first inning last year. He dude, it's so stupid. Yeah. It's the, wild. The first inning he gave up twenty nine earned runs. Yeah. 
the rest of the way, 1 is 6, is 14, is 22, is 32, is 35. 35 in innings 2 through 8, 29 in innings 1. Yep. And it, and there was three games in a row where he gave up a leadoff home run on the first pitch of the game, right? Yeah. First, I don't know if it was first pitch, first batter for sure. I thought it was first pitch. First batter. It was, it was so batter. frustrating, man. It was so frustrating. Mookie. And there and then there, there were some there were some uh warranted concerns. Like he did have an injury and then he was pitching through an injury and then he said he was pitching in pain all the second half. So that so like, you know, if Paxton if you were to have a one on one with Paxton where you're just being chummy and buddy, he's like, Yeah, I was really hurt, you know. I was pitching through a lot of pain and like you you'd excuse it. You're like, Okay, well, whatever. But the first batter and the first inning stuff. Yeah. Man. It's a tough start to a game. It's a tough start to a game. And it's uh, now just continuing with the inning splits. He had the 9 ERA in the first inning. He had a 0.96 in the second inning. So over the first two innings, he had like a 4.6 ERA, which you're saying is not good. It's still obviously not James Paxton. But um, it, it was just – it was really a mental – it was a mental mind fuck. Did you do the home runs by inning? No. No, you just you were doing the runs. In the first inning, James Paxton gave up 12 home runs. What? In the second inning, he gave up one. Third inning, three. Fourth, three. Fifth, two. Sixth, two. So he gave up seven, 10, 11. He gave up 12 homers in the first inning, and he gave up 11 in every other inning combined. Jesus. It was wild. It, it was bizarre, and it was um, you had to either brainwash yourself or kind of go numb at the beginning of Paxton games. Here's here's the stretch of the home runs early on. Blackman took him deep. It's a good one. He's good. First batter of the game. He ended that game. So here's the thing, because sometimes it was so frustrating he ended the game, but kind of fine. Right. No, that was bad. 3.7 innings pitched. Four runs, seven unearned runs. Then the next game, Travis Darno takes him deep, first batter of the game. Yep. Oh. He ends that game, though, six innings pitch, two earned runs. So you're like, right. whatever, okay. The next game, Mookie Betts takes him deep, first batter of the game. Yeah. And that was when I was four innings pitch, seven earned runs. It was like, what's going on yeah. here? To give him credit, he had one of the best outings in the postseason for us. Yeah, and he, uh, he he battled. And, I mean, before we get to the postseason, I mean, you know, a, a lot of this of what we were saying is like, ah, there's highs and there's lows with Paxton. He finished last year 15-6, and six, a 3-8-2 ERA. And like we mentioned with the shit sandwich, until he got hurt. Um, so his first eight starts with the Yankees, 41.2 innings pitch, 59 strikeouts, a 2-8-1 ERA. He was pitching really well. He gets hurt. He comes back from that, and he's kind of bad through July. June and July, the midsummer months, kind of when you're getting locked into baseball. Yeah. Um, 48 innings pitched, 58 strikeouts, so not crazy different there, but a 6-3-8 ERA. I mean, he's getting torched. Um, and then we we kind of hit a pivot point where it's like, dude, there's two months left. 
you got to figure out what you're about because are you going to be here next year? Are you going to be here in October? Like, what's going on? His ERA on the season was up to 4.72 at that point, and then he turns it on in the start of August. Um, he goes, the team goes 11-0 and in his starts. He personally goes 10-0 and um, to the tune of a 2-5-1 ERA, and there was everything about his pitch mix. Um, you know, that they tried to use the cutter more and they they needed to work in the curveball more, blah, blah, blah. Um, it was one of those things where Twitter and just being an outside baseball fan, we were right. Because I think what had happened, what, what had happened was, what had happened. what had happened was, was James Paxton's cutter had really good numbers the previous season. So they said, hey, let's up that more. I think he threw the cutter 10% and the curveball 22% or something like that. And so they tried to switch it, but the cutter was the same pace as his fastball. So sit hitters just had to sit looking between 88 and 92 miles per hour. Yeah. There was no speed difference. So Twitter was actually right on this one, and I'll, I'll support everyone that wanted to kill Larry Rothschild and hang him Hang him in the middle of town on a stake. Whoa, Whoa. heavy stuff, Whoa. people. Yeah, chill a out strong about steak. it. Hang him on a heavy stake. That's weird. Um, but yeah, and then he he started mixing in that curveball more, and it's one of those things. Like, I, I think there was a couple analytics nerds. I think got yelled at for the James Paxson stuff. I do. You mean like on the team? Yes. Yeah. In well, the I just think that, like, you know, we've heard they didn't have all the information, so they were like, hey, your cutter was better last season. Let's throw it more, and not knowing that, you know, it's maybe some things are good in small doses. Yeah. Wow. Name one thing. So we eat his fish. It's fucked up. Agree or disagree? It's fucked up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know what? The van, the, the RV saw your Swedish fish eating habits. Yeah. It's scary. Remember how scary that was? Uh, oh. It was it was a sight. Yeah. I was ready for the second bag. He, like, crushed a bag in one handful. I lose control of everything. I tweeted a picture of you, like, opening the bag, and by, by the, the time, time it was sent, by the time it was sent, it was almost fully gone. Let me out of this room. Let me out of this room. This is your intervention. <laughs> Even I was shocked. I was like, whoa, that was quick. Dude, because I don't allow myself. And then once I do. It's all all off. Okay. Everyone comes running out. Let's get to the stats. He did up his cutter usage. What's so, something you like in small doses? Fig Newton or bologna. Ooh, okay. Fig Newton's an interesting one. Yeah. Tuna. Tuna fish. Tuna fish. Yeah. Yeah. It's like once. You can't a, like overload on tuna It's like fish. once a month. And, he, and then. There's definitely some foods out there that like are a one bite food. I'm trying right. to think of them. I forget. I it's like some drinks, like some sweets, always get me. Like, ooh, I'd like a sip of this, but I don't want that whole glass. Absinthe. Yeah, absinthe better in small dosage. James C- Paxson. Cocaine. Oh, my God. I take very small. I'm a lightweight with my weed gummy, so I take small of that. Small doses of weed. Yeah. The cutter went from, okay, not the graph I wanted. It wasn't the graph he wanted. The cutter went from 14% to 20%, and the curve went from 21% to 18 So they kind of switched. And then by the end of the season, they switched back. Right. 
because it wasn't good. He's primarily a fastball and was that, pitcher. Were those numbers over the season? Over the season. So, yeah, I think those in that second half, they, that final stretch, the numbers are further on the end of the spectrum. Yeah, I wonder if I can. Uh, if there's a way to sort that perchance. Yeah, I can do it by month. Okay, so do August through September, if you could, James. The graph is kind of. Or if you want to do each of them. Okay, cool. All right, so in July, he was throwing his curveball 13%. In August, it went up to 24%. Boom. And in September, it went up to 31%. And the cutter was at 23% in July, dropped down to 20% in August, dropped down to 11%. So we had it, and now the numbers support that we knew it. Crazy. And also, we've been told, like Paxson talked about it openly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it, uh, not saying this in a rude way to people, um, but you could see it. Yeah, you, it was noticeable. <laughs> it 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 was kind of bizarre not seeing him really use that, um, because it, it's a wipeout knuckle curve when it's right. Um, and it was weird to see him not use that as much. Um, I don't think it was a miles per hour thing. I think it was a movement thing. The cutter and his four seamer, the movement was just the same, but it was still according to this, the miles per hour were still ninety five on the fastball. 88 on the cutter. Right. But it was just the same plane, the same everything, just a little slower. And you're just geared up for that pitch. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think the the change of pace helped, helped keep the hitters on their toes. And I think there was a couple, like, J.D. Martinez and Mookie Betts at bats where it was like, there's nothing you're going to get past these guys right now because you're not going to your curveball. Yeah. And, but anyways, he goes to it and he has a crazy end of the year and then he he comes out in the playoffs and he he does all right there too. It's the best ever. Yeah, it's kind of a weird Actually, it was there's there's another wrinkle to the story cuz his last start of the season, he came out because he was injured. We thought right. he shit his pants or something. It turns out he had a cyst on his back. They shot him up with whatever to ease the pain. And then he had a he had a not a great outing against Against the Twins? Yeah, he actually had two kind of mess starts. And the one in Houston that he got pulled in the two in the third inning is like the Yankees were playing very scared with him. They were playing scared with him. Or he had back issues, and that maybe that's right. why the Yankees were playing so scared with him. A little bit. Because they were like, hey, the back issues are making him having him get hit around here. Yeah, it's. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts, especially in a game at Houston. We'll see what how history looks back on that. But with his back, um, and yeah, I mean, if if you look at the box score of that game, two point one innings, four hits, two walks. I mean, guys were on base. He was, you know, there we was, thought they had his signs or whatever. There, there was a swing away from that being a bad time. I mean, two point one innings, and there was one double play ball. <laughs> so yeah. like, Paxton was really. Really work in that game. But, yeah, he does come out in the um, game five, six innings pitch, one earned run, nine strikeouts. Um, And I think it is an interesting box score because I I think Paxton does go to this a little bit. And I don't know if it's a perfectionist thing or if it's um, fear of contact is something they don't we don't talk about with pitchers anymore because the the strikeout kind of rules the game. But even in that game five, six innings pitched, four walks, Nine strikeouts. So I, I feel like Paxton sometimes doesn't trust his stuff enough. Like, dude, you throw dirty pitches. 
like throw it in there and see what happens. And 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 again, I think a lot of the Houston stuff <laughs> could look a lot different in uh, uh, in about five years or so when we look back in the history books. But we'll see. And uh, all in all, I mean, it was a B plus year from Paxton, but at times it felt like a C plus. Yeah. If if that middle stretch of right. bad was cut in half, you need me to like chop those stats up or I, something. No, I'm not, like I don't that? want you to take them out. You I want just, me to like if look into those. If they stats? were, <laughs> I, I have a stat related to that. DVD. Okay. So taking out that middle chunk, which of course did happen. Right. Yeah. See, I want to cut it in half, not take it out. See, you're but a half in, cutter. I'm but a full in cutter. In those those first few starts before he got hurt the first time. Right. And from trade deadline through that last start where he pitched one inning, gave two runs, whatever, right. taking that game out. The rest of it is 98 innings with a 2.58 ERA. Yeah. yeah. Which is like two thirds of his season. Two butter nights. He was that an third ace. third happened. He but. was an ace for two thirds of the season. Yeah. If you take out that, that third, what, what was it, June and July? Yeah. So in June and July, he made 10 starts and he had a. Horrible. Six something ERA. Six three eight ERA. Yeah. Dice that in half, we'd be in still very happy with his chops and halves. Take it away entirely, then you're just classically hey, if you take away all is bad, you're only left with good. Yeah. No, I just I think I think in this butter knife example it's showing that for the two first months, he was a one or two on any team. On the in the two last months, he was a one or two on any team. In that middle, he was just terrible. Yeah. And if you attribute that middle stuff to the being hurt, you could do some yeah. hurt stuff. And if, if you and want. he's hurt yeah. now. A hurt, so. hurt, pitch mix. There's a lot of stuff going on. Confidence. For all for all that being said, I mean it's a great year. All of that being said, how, how many pitchers can you look back at and say, yeah, they had pitch mix issues and they had some injury stuff, and then you look back and they finished the game with <laughs> finished the season with a ten game win streak. Yeah, and a three un, sub four ERA. I'm saying a lot of it adds up. Yeah, like he was saying, like I'm not throwing with conviction, right? And I'm not, you know, and it's like, yeah, maybe because he was throwing pitches he didn't want to be throwing because they were trying to change his pitch mix. Sure, maybe because he was injured and didn't feel like he could push off entirely. So a lot maybe of it adds up. Not enough Tim Hortons in the in the city. Health is a thing with him though. A little bit. Yeah, uh, you know, so it's not like you know. And we're opening 2019 with some issues here, but Corona may have saved his butt. Literally and figuratively, because um, I think that cyst was low. But, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see. He's he's already started throwing, um, but, like, again, lightly throwing, and he's got to build himself up. Uh, the Paxton injury stuff, you know, there's a lot of different ways to skin a cat. I, I can tell you, um, you know, over the past one, two, three, one, two, two, three, four. In my bank account. Uh, and over his last four seasons, he's increased his game started every year. Um, the the innings pitch was slightly down from last year, but also because the Yankees leaned on their bullpen, where the Mariners said, "Hey, go, James Paxton. <laughs> we don't have we don't have a bullpen. We don't have a bullpen. Why is why is that's Canadians? just how they, com- they communicate how they with communi- James? Yeah, yeah, the translator for James Paxton in Seattle. You like um, his middle name? I do. I think that's a strong, that's a powerful Canadian. That's like if there is a movie scene and they're going around the table and like Paxton was like the only Canadian guy and they're either they're getting knighted. It's either at the end of the movie and they're getting knighted or it's at the beginning of the movie and they're doing like a blood pact or something and they're like Burnaby Figueroa Williams, 
Whoa. James Francis, Michael O'Brien, Vincent, O'Brien, Patrick. And then they're like, James Alston Paxton. And the room kind of snarfs. Yeah. Alston? Alston? Is that like a Canadian name? And then like in that movie, okay, I got to know what happens now. It's like Lord okay. of the Rings style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James Paxton probably dies in the movie. Okay. And he goes, Alston Paxton was my grandfather and he's a proud man. Okay. And he like goes down swinging and he saves everyone's life. Sounds like you're doing Braveheart though, because they're Scottish now. What happened there? Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Well, anyway, <laughs> if you want to forget about what Jake just said yes. and think about something new, you can go to affordablejerseys.com and you can go grab a Yankees jersey. They got the Nike ones. They got the majestic ones. Yeah. They're way cheaper because they run a real slim operation over there. Mm. They got no names on the back. They're awesome. And it's a double jersey. Sixty-five. You can rep Jane, uh, Phil Hughes. Oh my God. If you're if you're a Phil if you're a Yankees yeah, fan, Phil Hill fan, and a Phil Pulls fan, and you don't have a sixty-five jersey, what are you doing? Yeah, sixty-five. I like I like like that number for a pitcher. Who it's, ha- it's a good pitcher number. Who had it before? Before Phil, what do you think? Who's gonna take you home? Um, not sure. It's something that maybe you can find on affordablejerseys.com, but yeah. I doubt it. Doubt it. But you can find a lot of jerseys there. I'm gonna find it. Do you have anything else about Paxton? It's not Framber Valdez. We just haven't talked too, too much about this upcoming season. It's a contract year. I know you're a big contract year guy. Um, and that's going to be interesting to see with his injury, with Corona stuff. Um, uh, I don't know. I think I think Paxton's in a weird way brainwashed me that I, I just feel like the body of work is going to be there. Um, you know, between the first inning struggles, the pitch mix, and the injury stuff – to still put together that season, like I, I just think a lot of those are are really bad situations for a pitcher, and he put together a really good year. So I'm, uh, I don't know if you if you take one of those things out of there, I mean Paxton's years get better. We haven't even mentioned Juice Ball stuff. So I'm pumped. If he, Corona sets him back where he only misses a start or two, I'm locked in. Okay, I'm Paxton. All right, gotta be confident about something. In the midst of a Gotta pandemic. Be confident about something. Gotta be. I will give you and Big Baby David. Yes. A hundred dollars each. If you can name every Yankee <laughs> that wore number sixty five in two thousand fifteen. There are five of them. In two thousand fifteen? I mean there it's impossible. Five of them? I also have the list in front of me. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> no, no, you He's didn't out. make that rule. He's out. You didn't make that no rule. No cheating was allowed. That wasn't set. Actually That's s- how you got through high school and college. Yeah, but they—they they, uh, that was fine. There's six of them. <laughs> Jake, if you can name two, I'll give I you. I mean, I can't. You can. I'm just, just not going to do you it. You forgot about Caleb Cotham, Taylor Dugas, Diego Moreno, mm-hmm. Danny Borowa. Brian Mitchell was your only shot, but they're still not going to be They good. were fun to watch play. Yeah. They were fun to watch play. Domingo wore it in eighteen. That's right. What um Wow. Hey, uh Holder wore it. I'll do a I'll do a double a double Yankee win thing. Double Yankee win thing. Strap on in. When it's that double Yankee win thing. When the playoffs come. Yeah. You know, Garrett Cole, our ace, our knight in shining armor, playoff Tanaka, mm-hmm. king of the world essentially. Yeah, 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 father of all children, 
Father of all children is what we'll say. Mm-hmm. James Alston Paxton. Yeah. I mean, he's a guy that can pitch on their playoff level. And it would be really good for the Yankees, and it would be really good for James Paxton if he could put together in October and the season before that, but especially in October. You remember this? Remember this gif when Boone came to the mound to ask him how he was doing? Oh, yeah. I'm, and he said, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's fucking go. What's a, everyone get get out of here. Trying to pitch. Let's go. Yeah. Um. Oh, actually, you know what? Everyone stand on the mound while I pitch. Yeah. I'm going to strike this guy out. Cy Young. I don't even need you here. Yeah. Well. Just that, cheer for me. I do think that's a big moment that endeared him to the fan base. Oh, yeah. And Lindsey Adler asked him about it yeah. after the game, and he said, uh, oh, how do you know what I said? Who got that? John Boy? It's a good, it was a good Boone, Paxton, and John Boy moment. Yeah. So Paxton knows that I can read his lips. In your face, Paxton. More than that. I can do more than that. I can watch him pitch. Yeah. I can talk about him. There's a lot of stuff I can I was talking about James Paxton's lips. I can do more than read him. Yeah. Sand him with sandpaper. Could. If I was trying to torture him. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what? What'd you say? <laughs> I was thinking about the movie scene. You know, I was back in yeah. a Braveheart world. A lot of movies. James Alston Paxton. Bro, this is like a movie. I said that yesterday. Today so, was kind of like a movie. What part? Empty subway, rain in New York. Just walking up the streets, no umbrella. Put your shoulders up. Put your shoulders up. Yeah, we Ubered here. It was pouring when we stepped yeah. out of our apartment. And there's two of us, so the money offset's easier. Soft. Pouring. Soft. And I was wearing all sweats. I'm like, this gets wet. I'm <laughs> fucked for the day. <laughs> yeah. All right, James. His projection is, and all this is fucked with fucked. Corona. They had him, jeez, they had him winning 12 games, losing six, throwing 151 innings pitched, which would be more than last year, with one save. That's huge. A 399 ERA. I don't know. Do we care about this? Not really. I, I think the more important thing. You know, James Paxton, the injury stuff is there. But the dude hasn't had a significant injury in five years. But he's had injuries. Right. He's had injuries, but, I mean, the past three years, he's gotten 24-plus starts. It's true. This day and age, but I mean, it used to be 30. I, right, and, I mean, times have changed a little bit, but the past two years, 28-29, the year before that, I mean, 24 isn't ideal, but it's still, you know, you're you're missing a little bit of time, but you still have a part of the season. So, I don't know. It's not like the injury rumors are diffused, especially coming into the season with the assist in the back thing. But, you know, there there's no reason to believe that he's going to, like, just, just be gone. He's been out there throwing for the past few seasons. Yeah. I still like him. I think he'll be good. I believe in contract years. I believe in redeeming yourself after what he would probably consider a struggle of a season because he was dealing with things, and he'd probably like want to get his mind set and his body set and just start and finish strong. So Yeah, and maybe, maybe we're almost not being bullish enough. I mean, he leaves Seattle to come to New York and say, what I mean, A, two different hitting stadiums, B, two different environments to pitch in. But, uh, I mean, 
in a in a juice ball season to finish with a three eight two with that kind of shit sandwich we talked about, you know, there there's a high ceiling on what Paxton can do. His ability is there. Yeah, absolutely. I have one more stat. Sure. Since twenty sixteen, this is a war stat and we are, we're iffy on war. Yeah. But it's a counting stat and he has a whole thing where he's not pitched on more than 150 innings or whatever the number is. Uh, but he's still 12th in the major leagues in war since 2016. Of so, any pitcher? Yeah. So when he's there, he's as good as anyone. Yeah. He has been, you know, longevity-wise. You don't think of him as a top 12 starting pitcher the past three years in baseball. One he of those is. where kind of makes war look bad and not makes Paxton looks good. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Well, well both. Oh. 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 Send us your lips, James. Oh, you were talking to me for a second. You were telling him to send us his. Wow, lips. you guys have the same first name. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Thanks. You guys going to talk about it? Maybe. I think so. Start calling him Jimmy P. P. Call you James O. Oh, B. Find out to be this year. I'll fight you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting BetterHelp.com slash Yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Yanks. 